On this week's episode, we're going to be talking about five KPIs you should be paying attention to instead of inflation. Inflation has been such a big topic in the news lately. It's kind of getting a little bit exhausting, right? Because the rates go up and the Fed's increasing rates. Inflation seems to be getting better, but we don't really know, you know, what the Fed is going to do. And there's a lot of anticipation around that. But on this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about the KPIs that matter for you as a business owner, where you should be focused, and the indicators that are really going to give you a good idea of where your business is headed. So stay tuned as we jump into this week's episode of the Stuff Your Accountant Isn't Telling You podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Stuff Your Accountant Isn't Telling You podcast. I am Lola, your co-host, flying solo again today. As we mentioned last month on the podcast, uh, August was going to be a super, super busy month for Terrell. He's been traveling, speaking engagements here and there. He's headed to Chicago this week, so he's been very busy. So I've been holding it down here and covering us, but don't worry, you're in good hands because at the end of the day, one of the things that we like to talk about on this podcast is we want to make sure that business owners are getting information that their accountant wouldn't be sharing with them. And today is actually going to be one of those topics that I think is a hot topic was a hot topic for it's probably been a hot topic for the last 18 months inflation inflation it's almost become a buzzword right now and if you're in accounting and finance you know a lot of people 2021 2022 was a very big big explanation for everything going up and when our cost was higher than we expected it was always inflation right or covid covid was also another factor but ultimately when it comes down to it and you're thinking about it as a business owner running your business making decisions having to hire fire, grow your business, make investments, the numbers on the news don't really help you. Yes, they give you a key, like an indication of kind of where the economy is headed, because at the end of the day, it's all connected. But when it really comes down to it, when you're thinking about tangible um, steps that you can take and actually impacting your business, what do you need to be spending your time on? What do you need to be focusing on? So on this week's episode, I'm going to go through five KPIs, not just financial KPIs, but also operational KPIs that I think will work well for any business and any industry. Of course, depending on the industry that you're in, you might need to kind of drill in a little bit more into these specific KPIs and they might look a little bit different. But ultimately, at the end of the day, these are really good indicators to kind of get a sense of when you're thinking about assessing the impact that inflation is having on your business, are you really seeing a trend? Are you really seeing an inflation impact? And is it something to be concerned about? And if it is an issue, how do you pivot the things that you're doing in your business to make sure that your business is protected and insulated? So when it comes really down to it, for those of you that you know, just let's go through the, let's just go through the inflation story and refresh this to make sure we're all aligned. Currently, I think as of July, uh, inflation is sitting at about 3%. And essentially, I think the expectation from the Federal Reserve is about 2%. And so one of the things that you've, you've known of, and you've been seeing is interest rates have been going up, because essentially what they're trying to do is to help in, increase interest rates to help reduce the impact of inflation, hoping that that percentage is going to come down a little bit more. And essentially, inflation is basically driven by, I would say, three big things, what you call 
push, um, when you have a situation where you have maybe more demand than there is supply. COVID was a perfect example of this, especially coming out of COVID last year. That's one of the reasons why the inflation rates were so high, because there was an enormous amount of what we call pent up demand, right? There was a lot of demand in different industries, but the supply was limited for multiple reasons, right? There were less people available to do the work. There were a lot of restrictions, which meant that there was a huge backlog of orders. Things were delayed. And so the demand was a lot higher than people could, organizations and businesses could supply, which meant the prices were higher, which drove a higher percentage of inflation. So anytime you have a situation where there is either more demand than supply, it's going to drive up your inflation. So that's just one example to help provide some context. So when you think about your businesses and you think about practically how is inflation impacting you, if you just think about it on the personal side, I'll speak for myself. I went to the store recently and I spent $70 and I think maybe I bought seven or eight or nine things. And this wasn't anything out of the ordinary. There are things that I usually buy. And one of the things that I've been noticing is prices are going up on things. And normally it's not something that I pay attention to. But now as I'm looking at the price of things, of milk, of, of juice, of just different things that I normally buy, I do notice a trend. But when you think about it on your business side, how you're doing business, a lot of the impact is really going to depend on a couple of things. It's going to depend on your industry. It's going to depend on the size of your business, because at the end of the day, some of the macro impacts that are happening um, may not necessarily trickle down to your business if you have a small to medium sized business, right? And it's also going to depend on the structure of your business. Is your business maybe more so heavy weighted on long term where a lot of things take some time to go through the supply chain, which means that there's a delay in the price impact. Like, for example, if you are in the aerospace industry, a lot of those things take time to materialize because a lot of them are government contracts or you just have really long lead time. So by the time you get the impact on inflation, there's probably maybe a six to seven, even maybe like an 18 month lag. So those are kind of the three things that you got to think about. So in presenting these KPIs, you really got to understand the question you want to answer with these KPIs is, am I really seeing an impact on inflation when it really comes down to how I operate my business on a day-to-day -day basis? So jumping in, the first KPI that you want to look at is your gross profit margin. So keeping simple, gross profit margin, we've talked about it on this podcast before, but your gross profit margin is basically taking your revenue minus your cost of goods sold or cost of services sold. And basically your COGS, as we like to hyphenated or, or call it in the accounting world or the finance world is your cost of goods sold, your cost of service. So basically, what is it taking for you to produce this good? Everything that goes into producing this good, everything that goes into you providing this service, how much is it costing you? And then you take your revenue uh, the difference between your revenue and that cost, and that gives you your gross profit margin. So if you look at a trend, let's say over 12 months, or you look at a trend over 18 months, are you seeing a decline in your gross profit margin, right? And a gross profit margin decline could mean two things. It could mean one, your revenue is going down, which is a completely different problem. Or it could mean that the cost of your sales or cost of services or cost of goods is going up, which is really going to be the inflation indicator. So you want to be able to understand, okay, do we have a cost problem where things are just more expensive or do we have a situation where we are seeing a revenue and a volume problem? So a tip to be able to assess if you have a revenue problem or if you have a cost problem is to look at your gross margin 
percentage, gross profit margin percentage. And basically what that's going to tell you is regardless of how much revenue you have, does your margin change as a percentage? So let's say last year you were selling at a 50% margin. Is that margin still 50%? Is it 45%? Is it 46%? Is it 55%? And you want to look at that. I'd probably say maybe over an 18 month period, depending on your industry, because sometimes if you have a more let's say cyclical industry, then you probably want to look at it maybe over six months, over a shorter period of time. Because if you have a lot of cyclicality in your business, 18 months might not be the best indicator for you. But you want to look at it over a decent amount of time that applies to your industry and say, okay, how am I, how is my gross margin, gross profit margin percentage shifting? Is it going up? Is it going down? And that's really a good way to, for you to assess, okay, am I seeing truly an inflation impact in the products that I'm buying or in the services that I'm that I'm putting into the services I'm providing. Like for example, if you have direct labor that provides a service for your service or product that you're offering, then okay, am I having to pay people more? Is it more expensive to hire? That may be a that may be an indicator that okay, your gross profit margin is going down. And if you're seeing a decrease, understanding from that point, what can you do to be able to pivot and do things differently? So, gross profit margin is one as a percentage. The second thing to look at is your operating expense ratio. Now, operating expense is really where the meat happens. Now, operating expenses, what it really takes to run your business, it's your indirect employees, it's the salaries, it's the utilities, it's the rent. It's all of the day-to-day -day things that honestly, a lot of people don't really think about. Because again, to you, you're thinking, hey, these are things that need to happen. I need to, I need to pay rent in the building. I need to pay for utilities. And a lot of times, sometimes people don't really focus on these these specific accounts or parts of cost because it's not directly tied to their product or their service. And a lot of times what happens is people say, well, I have to pay these anyways. And I think that is really where the problem comes in and potential risk is because if these products or these, these things you're buying or this operations cost is needed to run your business, but is not directly yielding or generating revenue. So you really need to think about when you, when you think about some of the operational costs, you have to have a good handle on that because then you can say, if my operational cost is going up, then I know I need to do something different. I need to go get more sales. I need to drive, you know, maybe lower spending. We need to cut back on certain areas. We need to get a little bit scrappy. So operational expenses, like I mentioned, your ratio is just basically saying as a percentage of your revenue, what does your operational expense look like, right? So if you're thinking, okay, maybe 15 or 15% or 10%, really it just depends on your industry. Once you assess that and you look at the trend, let's say over 12 months or over six months, has this been going up? Yes or no. And is it going up because things are more expensive or is it really going up because maybe you were just buying more things? So those are two potential situations. But again, the operating expense ratio is really going to help you get an understanding of, okay, am I spending more because things are more expensive or am I spending more because I'm just buying more things or I'm hiring more employees? And it really gives you a good idea of what the core driver is. So that's the second thing. The third thing is the third KPI that you want to pay attention to is your customer acquisition cost. Twelle and I have talked about this on a prior episode, prior episodes, CAC or CAC as people like to call it is a very important factor. And I don't think it's something that a lot of people think through when they think about numbers or just accounting and finance. But in reality, your customer acquisition cost is so important because it really directly helps to drive your revenue. If you know that it's cost you 
$20 to bring in a new client. And of course, that's a low number, but it's costing you $20 to bring in a new client, depending on what you're selling. It may not be a low number. Then you know, okay, it's costing me $20 and I'm seeing that cost per client acquisition go up. Then I know, okay, I need to maybe find a different strategy or, hey, I know that I need to adapt maybe my expectations. So I know maybe my revenue might look a little bit different depending on how much money I'm investing in my marketing and advertising. Like all of those things are typically factored into your cost of acquisition and give you a good sense of how much money you're spending to bring in new clients. And really you can then understand, okay, is it a direct impact on related to inflation or you know what? It's just maybe a different strategy that I'm employing, or maybe I'm focusing on a different target market and that darker market is a bit more expensive. So understanding this KPI is really going to be key to give you a good idea of where your business is cost-wise, but also help you focus on specific areas that are important that you need to be driving. Now, the fourth KPI, which is my favorite, is cash flow. We talk about this all the time on the podcast, cash is king, cash is king, cash is king, cash is the king of your business. If you do not have cash or any sort of liquidity, you have a problem because at the end of the day, the business can only operate for so long without cash. If you think about it, you need blood for your body to function and cash is so important and is like the blood, the lifeline of your business. If you don't have cash, your business will suffer. So cash flow is a really good indicator because it helps you understand, okay, how much money am I making? How much of that is left at the end of the day when you think about cash flow coming in and out of your business? And we actually have an episode that I'm going to add in the show notes for you to understand how cash flow works, the cash flow statements, how to read it, what you need to focus on for each category when it comes to operating activities, investing activities, other areas of your cash flow statement. So very, very important. Cash flow is definitely something that you want to pay attention to. The last KPI that is somewhat related to accounting and finance, but also more on the operational side is your customer retention rate. And the reason I say this is related to accounting and finance because it's because it ultimately comes down to your revenue. Because if you have a low customer retention rate, then you're likely to have low revenue and it's going to impact your revenue down the line. So when you think about customer retention rate, is just what percentage of clients are you actually keeping? And this could be a good indication on inflation because if customers can no longer afford to buy your product or can no longer afford to, you know, buy your services or your subscription, then they're likely not going to purchase it, which means that it's going to reduce your customer retention rate or yeah, reduce your customer retention rate. And one of the things that you have to be mindful of in situations like this is really being able to do a deep dive when you lose clients to understand what is the driver and what is in the what is the indicator? Because those things gonna are gonna help you pivot and adjust your strategy. So, for example, did I lose a client because they weren't happy with how we were doing a specific service, or they just didn't really like our product? And hey, or they didn't like they were subscribing, and you know they decided they no longer saw value in this, or maybe they've matured or outgrown it, whatever the reason is. I think that's why it's always important to do like a client exit survey to really understand if it's just even having a conversation with a client to understand, hey, okay, what did we do wrong? Where can we pivot? Where can we adjust? Not because it's necessarily an indication of the fact that you, you know, are, you did something wrong. It could just be you were not the right fit for that business owner, but it's always important to understand why so that you can adjust accordingly. So when you think about your customer retention rate, your customer retention rate is going to help tell you a couple of things. It's going to say, okay, is my product maybe overpriced or is it maybe I'm targeting the wrong demographic or, hey, you know, 
are we really seeing an inflation where when it comes to prioritizing, clients are deciding to maybe stop buying my service or buying my product or subscribing to my service because they find value in other things. And that also is another thing that I want to really sit on or spend some time on because when you think about your customer retention rate, I think a lot of people oftentimes think through the question of, well, if a customer had to decide between A and B, then you know they would decide on B because that's their decision. But when you really think about it and you think about the value in what they see in your product or your service, people will make a commitment to keep up with something and keep spending money on something that they value or keep spending money on something that they see a benefit. And so it's important, even when you communicate to your clients, especially if you provide a service, is your clients should see the value in what it is that you're providing. And of course, not everyone is going to see that. Some people will come, they'll get what they need. And for them, maybe they're just not at the phase in their in their business or in their journey, personal journey, where they feel like they can really see the value in your product. But I think it's important to understand how are you adding value to your client's life? How are you adding value to your customer's life to really be able to understand how you appeal to that so that when when you come to the decision where they have to decide if they're going to get rid of your product or if they're going to go with somebody else, then you have an advantage and you have an edge when it comes to that. So when you really think about it, um, a lot of times, and we just talked about those five KPIs, but a lot of times there is a lot of focus on the macro when it comes to the economy. And I studied economics as, along along with accounting when I was in college. And one of the things that I will say that I learned about economics is, and you see it even now, right? The Fed raises interest rates and people just go, I mean, it's a direct impact on the stock market. It's a direct impact on, um, you know, interest rates, of course, which is a decision that they made to increase interest rates, which of course then drives the housing market, which of course then when, when it drives the housing market, people are buying, you know, having to compromise or maybe the house sales go down because people can't afford to buy houses anymore. So all of this is a ripple effect. And sometimes it's very easy for you to just kind of go along with the flow and say, oh my gosh, all of these things are happening. What do I do or how do I navigate this? But really when it comes down to it, especially as a business owner, you need to think on the micro level. Understand the macro, which is the big picture, but really focus in on the micro, which the micro is how does this impact me? When you think about the micro impact, how do I take the information I'm hearing externally about what's going on in the economy and how do I apply that specifically when it comes down to how I run my business? So I'll give an example. When COVID was happening, um, the travel industry was, of course, severely impacted because there was a lot of restrictions on travel, as we all know. And I'm a very big, I'm an avid traveler. I love to travel. And one of the things that they were seeing in the travel industry is that when COVID restrictions came down, over the last 18 months, travel has been at an all-time high. And initially, when it first started, I think a lot of people thought, well, you know, people are just getting back to it. Um, people are traveling a lot more because of COVID and the restrictions. So we should kind of see this, you know, maybe come down further. But actually, no, a lot of people when it comes to travel have decided to invest more money on travel versus other experiences or spending more time, especially now with the remote work push. Um, and that being a thing, when we got out of COVID, people are like, man, I can work from anywhere. I can move here. I can travel here. I can go there. So 
people are spending more money on experiences. And if you just think about your industry and your target market is at the end of the day, just because something is going on in the macro doesn't necessarily mean it applies to your micro. So the five KPIs that I talked about, the gross profit margin percentage, the operating expense ratio, the customer acquisition cost, the cash flow, the customer retention rate, all of those are really good for you to get a sense of how your business is navigating the macro decisions, the macro impacts. Does this impact you at all? A lot of industries are going through a process where they're not really being as impacted or their impact is maybe minimal. For example, the aerospace industry is a great, great example of that. Like I just mentioned, when it comes to travel, travel, even with the high interest rates, even with the um, higher inflation, people are still traveling. People are still buying tickets. People are still getting out there and, and, and seeing the world. So when you think about it, a lot of industries are not necessarily seeing a one-to-one impact. And so you need to understand for your industry, like if you're a law firm, for example, okay, if you are a law firm, what are you seeing in your space? If you are you know, a restaurant, what are you seeing in your space? Are people spending more money eating out, especially now with what's going on with inflation? Or are people looking to maybe cook more meals? And so maybe can you change your strategy to offer maybe ready to go cook at home meals or whatever it is, but you need to understand specifically how is what is happening in the macro affecting my micro, because that's really going to give you a sense of how to take these KPIs that I mentioned, how to deep dive them, and then how to apply those to the decisions that you're making in your business. These KPIs are not just These are what the numbers are, but, you know, I have the information and this is great. And now I know, but it's really here to help you action. So once you understand the numbers, then you take action. You understand the numbers. You understand why what's happening is happening. You understand, okay, if it's causing a problem where you are seeing a significant inflation impact, how do you pivot? For example, construction. If you have a construction business, you are likely seeing a significant impact on based on inflation because with inflation, the cost of raw material is going up. There's still some supply chain issues in the market from COVID, especially when it comes to construction. And so you're seeing probably high costs. Then you have employee shortages and it's hard to find good work and good labor. So all of those things are probably having a significant impact on, like, for example, a construction business. So when you run these numbers, then it's like, okay, what do we need to do differently? Do we need to bid our jobs differently? Do we need to be more strategic about how we're staffing our labor to support some some of the work that needs to be done? Are we maybe spending too much time on specific jobs? Are we maybe pricing specific jobs too low? So all of those are great questions to ask yourself, but it's extremely important that you look at this not from the lens of the macro, but the micro specifically to your business. And I promise if you do that, your business will be better for it. So I hope those steps have been helpful for you because at the end of the day, the intent of this episode is really to give you five micro, so specific to your business, KPIs that you can be watching because it's one thing to look at inflation. And if you are, for example, in construction, inflation is a really great indicator because inflation impacts what the feds are doing in terms of interest rates, which then impacts your home prices, which then impacts the demand for new homes and all of those things. So for constructions, it may be, you know, straightforward for the construction industry, but maybe not so much for a restaurant owner or not so much for someone who's in aerospace or government contracts or whatever it is. So you really want 
want to make sure that you're taking these five KPIs and you're really taking them and implementing them and understanding how do each of these apply to my business. And the more important factor is if you don't know how to go through and calculate these, your accountant should be helping you with that information. So these are great KPIs to have um, visibility to on a monthly basis as frequently as you can actually would be ideal. And to have your accountant talk through them with you and help you kind of understand what's going on with those numbers so that you can make some critical decisions. Because at the end of the day, it's one thing to watch the numbers. It's one thing to watch the results and, you know, respond, but it's another thing to really drive action because at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you're staying ahead of the curve and not falling behind and reacting when it comes to the inflation impact. So I hope this episode has been helpful for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Stuff Your Accountant Isn't Telling You. Until next time, take care. All right. Okay, let's pause this. So inflation has become a really big topic.